does Kern ever stop talking? You're such a chatterbox, Kern. Why does he always have something to say? Kern talks way too much. This is Chatterbox Kern. And we are back with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, episode 2 recap. This is your host, Kern, on Chatterbox Kern. Guys, this episode was great. Like, the Salt Lake City women are turning it out, okay? They are really doing the damn thing. And based on the previews, I expected this much. I did. I, I didn't anticipate it being this good prior to the season starting, but now that it's here, as I said before, it was good. And a lot was revealed in episode 2 that I had kind of predicted or hinted on in my last recap, so go check that one out. So, we are still at Meredith's party, the party that Jen is throwing for her, allegedly, because the party was more for Jen. Let's be honest, okay? Tongan warriors or dancers have nothing to do with Meredith. So yeah, Jen is still spazzing out over the comment about hospital smells that Mary made a few months or weeks ago. I think it was in the show time. That is not in not now, but in the show's time. And I get that it's touchy, given that Jen's aunt had her legs cut off. And I saw an interview recently where Jen said she didn't even go to the hospital at all. So for Mary to say what she did, it was like, it was, it was really low. It was a low blow according to Jen and she didn't like that at all. So while Jen is in the bathroom crying about Mary disrespecting her family, Heather comes in and said that this fight is completely ridiculous and they just need to get over it. And I agree, it's ridiculous. However, this is housewives and we live for ridiculousness, okay? Mary then goes to find Jen and walks in on Jen talking about her. And again, Mary gives her explanation as to why she said what she said. But Jen isn't buying it at all. Jen is adamant that she needs to be heard and that Mary needs to apologize genuinely. And I agree. Like I said, I personally don't think it's that serious of an issue. But I'm not Jen. And I'm not sensitive to her issue with her aunt. So I get it in that regard. Meredith then walks in and tries to calm things down. And I feel like Meredith is like the voice of reason for the show meaning she brings a calming presence and tries to think through things logically. And that's appreciated. You always want someone level-headed in the show. Maybe I'm being a bit too premature with my analysis of Meredith in this regard or her role on the cast, but we'll see. They needed to just let this go though. They needed to because we need to move on. Like we need to move on from hospital smells enough. So Mary apologizes and Jen doesn't accept it. She's like, okay, but in her confessional, she's like, I'm watching you Mary M. Cosby. And it's like, here we go. I just know this is going to come back up. It has to because Jen is not going to let this go so quickly. No way. This is Housewives. We then see Whitney approach Lisa to talk to her about the alcohol she provided for Whitney's party. And this is something we didn't even know happened in, in episode one. Apparently, Whitney had called Lisa to ask her if she could donate some alcohol for her uh, anniversary with her husband. Her vow renewal, sorry. Her vow renewal. And Lisa obliged. Here's where the issue is. Here we go. Whitney thanked Lisa for the gift. Because it was a gracious gift that Lisa gave to Whitney. And Jen says, according to Salt Lake City law, 
you have to purchase your own merchandise even if you're gifting it to someone you have to purchase it and then you can offer it as a gift you can't just go into inventory take stuff out and give it as a gift it just doesn't work that way in salt lake city and i'm like okay utah so she thanked her and then she told her that the bartenders that were at the event uh had too much fun and they're acting a complete fool lisa was completely shocked she took this as whitney being ungracious and lisa basically lies to whitney's face and said that things were fine it's okay thank you for telling me whatever it is then we see her go immediately to meredith to complain about what whitney said and i'm like you just told whitney things were fine and then you go straight to meredith to, to basically say things weren't fine I hate when they do that, but I, I get it. It's drama and it carries on the storyline. As she's complaining to um, Meredith, Lisa says that she doesn't want trash telling her something isn't good. And I'm like, whoa, how did we move from things are fine to calling someone trash in a matter of seconds? And why is she calling Whitney trash? Like, have we seen Whitney display any trashy behavior yet? I don't understand. Like, that sounds like something that Lisa thinks about Whitney because immediately she goes to call the girl trash just because she said the bartenders got too much they got too they got out of control they were drunk they were having too much fun and gla broken glass was everywhere and they acted completely unprofessionally so how does that translate to Whitney being trash I don't get it Lisa help me understand so yeah I was like this is out of this is really being blown out of proportion. And I guess I was right. I was right about the whole elitism of it all. With Lisa that is. I just felt it. I saw it in episode 1. And I knew it was going to come up even more. So Whitney, Whitney's comment. So Whitney then comments in her confessional. That she has Casamigos in the back. And suddenly it just seemed fine to me. Because no doubt she heard lisa talking badly about her to meredith because she was right there she saw it and she could not believe it right and let's be real right here they're filming a tv show so it doesn't matter who donated the liquor or who asked for it lisa jumped on the opportunity to showcase the alcohol in a scene that she wasn't even going to be at so spare me this whole i'm offended your alcohol was on display even if we didn't know then we know now thanks to whitney bringing it up because if she had not brought it up then maybe you would have even said something that something else you probably would have said she's ungracious just the same so whitney never came for vida tequila you're making yourself look horrible lisa i mean we needed a villain and i guess here you are to take that role we then see heather the next day that is we then see heather trying on ski gear and she looked really cute doing so like she really looks really nice and she calls Meredith and they decide to plan a ski day with all the girls. And I'm like, this is going to be fun and dramatic because we saw the previews, right? Next, we see Lisa in her home with her husband and kids. And she's telling her husband about what Whitney said. And then she goes off on Whitney even more. She talks about Whitney's party being in her basement with a stripper pole. And I'm like, so? So what, Lisa? Get that stick from your bleep okay because we i do not like a stiff upper lip i don't like that on a housewife it is too judgmental and it just rubs people the wrong way and it's coming off as mean it really is and i said that before that lisa gives me hd vibes from oc if you know who that is 
and i was right i was right you can't be acting like you are better than people and obviously this will be a theme throughout the entire season i just can't believe this is over witness simply saying the bartenders got a little too happy had a little too much fun and got out of control that's all whitney never said anything about the tequila and she kept on saying what does the bartenders have to do or what do the bartenders have to do with her and based on an interview that she gave or something um the bartenders aren't her direct employees but she cut she contracted them and she sent them to whitney but regardless you send them there so technically you are responsible for them because they are using your alcohol like that's what it is so whitney wasn't coming for your brand but you're coming for her whole life right now you're attacking her character lisa and i guess it's fair game all's fair in the real housewives <laughs> all's fair all's fair in love and war that that's what it is but anyways everything's fair game right now so she is basically who heather speaks about when she said that mormon women strive for perfection but this one this one is mormon 2.0 so is she even a true mormon because she strikes me as opportunistic but then again aren't we all we all use opportunities to do things but and when i say that i mean that she found a niche and is maximizing the hell out of these profits that's what she's doing do you lisa but don't be acting holier than thou in just episode two mind you i feel like they were filming for months but what we're seeing now is like wow this is peak mean girl and i just can't see it getting any better from here with her i really don't we then see heather and whitney meet up to get new ski gear and i'm really loving this duo i love them okay i love them and i'm basically throwing everything i believe in out the window well not really throwing it out but i'm really this is me really putting things aside and just getting to know these people for who they are because we aren't perfect okay and i like them opening up i really appreciate anyone coming on reality tv and just opening up their lives whether or not they're my favorite person they're doing something that is brave and courageous and a lot of us would not be able to do that we probably wouldn't so thank you to them for doing this heather talks about being snubbed by lisa at the party and it made her sad and it hurt her feelings and i get it because remember lisa had said she didn't know who heather was but all she knew of her was that she was a good time girl on the court what <laughs> i can't believe i said that but yes she was like on the court what that was funny okay lisa made me laugh in that moment because you could just see her smiling while doing it and she was enjoying doing that at this point i'm like poor heather because she doesn't deserve this we haven't seen her do anything really wrong yet for lisa to even be going at her and for lisa to snub her at the party not even acknowledging her presence mean girl and we've had enough of these mean girls on this show but well not on this one but on, in the entire series but i guess we need them there's a place for mean girls but when it gets like dark mean or like mean for no reason then that's a problem i suppose heather should just stop trying because this one lisa is always right and you can't win with people who are always right you just can't it doesn't make sense whitney then fills heather in on what went down between her and lisa and here we go again lisa having another issue with someone the two cousins actually isn't that funny that she has an issue with two, the two cousins i'm i'm thinking it's because lisa is mormon now and these two 
aren't practicing good Mormon culture, if that makes sense. That's just what I feel like she's judging them so harshly. She is who Heather speaks about. I keep saying that. She is a Mormon woman or she is of the culture that really judges everyone else. And it's so funny because she has a liquor company. Like if that isn't the highest form or of hypocrisy, I don't know what is. But I digress. Uh, Lisa basically threatened Whitney and told her that if she speaks about her business, she never did Lisa, she never did, that she will spread stuff about her being a swinger. And I'm like, wow wow okay it was i could not believe it i couldn't and i'm like yep that's who i knew lisa was that is who i knew she was she does things behind the camera and then tries to have this perfect image on camera and i just felt it i i said it in episode one that something is right here and whitney just feels judged because of who she is and how she met her husband and Heather says she, does, she shouldn't care. She said that Lisa feels superior to them. And yep, Heather, you are right about that. Because I said the same thing in episode 1. I saw it. So I'm like, enough of you Lisa Borlo. Like, stop. You, you, you need to really tone it down on the snobbish behavior. Because it's, it, it'll really like wear on the viewers really fast. They'll turn on you so quickly. Pete Wentz then shows up to visit Whitney. And I'm completely shocked. Like... I had no idea she could. She was related to Pete Wentz. It's such a small world, isn't it? <laughs> okay, it's not Pete Wentz, right? It isn't. It's her dad. I, I was just trying to be funny, right? Her dad has this really 90s emo goth rock band dude haircut. <laughs> and I am completely intrigued by this father because I've never seen a hairstyle like this. I have not seen a haircut like that in a long time. So Whitney's dad gets points just for that. <laughs> just for that 90s Fall Out Boy haircut. Like he could be the fourth member of Fall Out <laughs> He could be the fourth member of Fall Out Boy, right? So let's get to serious stuff. Um, Whitney opens up about her dad's addiction issues and how she has supported him since she found out about his addiction. And... This is as real as it gets. Opening up so much about an issue that affected her family and it basically caused her parents to get a divorce. Wow. That is really great of her though that she is being supportive of her dad and not judging him. Because not many of us would do it, honestly. And to be honest, I don't know if I would. I mean, I guess it's one of those moments where you won't know unless you're actually in the situation. So kudos to you Whitney for doing that. It was even more surprising when Whitney said that her dad was like the owner of a very successful hair line, hair company, and hair school or whatever. And I mean, listen, a lot of people are talking about his haircut and basically making jokes. I mean, I probably was laughing too, but it works. Okay, for some weird reason, it works right now. Like, we need this character more. And so Whitney talks to him about being invited to Mary's church. And he says he's for it. He is open to feeling part of a community again. And that is just amazing. So I can't wait to see this because from the previews, Sister Mary, Miss Mary Martha is going to really 
she's going to really show us why she is the first lady the one that we will recognize okay unlike some other first ladies or former first ladies who who are now first ladies again if you know you know <laughs> we then see meredith and her husband meet for dinner and almost immediately he starts going in on her and i mean we get to know a little bit more about them as they've been married for such a long time because they when they were 23 and basically started having kids at 25 so yeah seth meredith's husband goes straight in and asks her if she has told anyone that they're separated and you could literally see meredith's whole world crumble right and I feel like she wasn't going to talk about it at all this season. And Seth seems more open. So him being who he is forced her to talk about it. And it makes me wonder why did they join the show? You know, because as I said in my previous episode recap, I knew something was off about them. And I said that they seemed like they couldn't stand each other in my very first recap, as I said. And I wasn't far off. I was, it just seemed like they were so disconnected. And I didn't really see anyone else talking about it. So according to the documents, Seth filed for divorce in August 2019. That was the last year. And he withdrew the filing. And at the same time, Bravo announced the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mind you, they were already filming before we knew about this announcement. And so my question then is, or my questions are, did he do this? Like, did he withdraw the petition for divorce or the filing for divorce because he wanted to promote his business? Did he do it to help Meredith get casted on the show? Because I think she was rumored to be a friend at one point. Did he do that so they could both see how they looked on camera and give it one last shot? I don't know. Either way, I... I really sort of don't see them lasting. I really don't. Unfortunately, they are—they seem like Shannon and David from the OC. And you know how that turned out. I just, listen, if they're going to break up, do it now instead of when you guys start to, start to hate each other. Because then it will really get complicated. It's a good thing the kids are adults now. So that makes things a little easier. He basically accused her of already seeing other people. And she just looked completely checked out and really sad because he said he's not seeing anyone else and in the confessional he says i hope you aren't and meredith looked so defeated she looked completely over the situation and i felt for her because i do like meredith like i said she gives off a very calming presence on the show and you do need that balance of energies but it just seemed really weird like he said why what are you hiding on your phone show me your phone i bet you won't show me your phone so i'm wondering like did she cheat on him is she the david in the shannon and david case like is she the david to shannon or is she the david to seth as david was to shannon you know what i mean because things seemed really off and it, it's like she didn't want him to talk about this on camera because she kept shutting him down saying We'll just work on it or fine or cheers or whatever it is. And listen, Seth is here to play the game. You sign up for a show, just be honest. And I just feel like Meredith didn't want this to be on the show. She didn't. She was going to film as much as she could without talking about it. But guess what? Seth gave you a talking point this season because now we get to see how this relationship plays out. And I really do hope they last because I never want to see people break up 
but if they start hating each other it's going to be a problem it really is and i'm rooting for them i'm re i'm really rooting for them because i like meredith I, she's the better version of lisa remember i said that they looked alike she is the better version of lisa they finally have their ski day and the DRAMA begins, right? This is where it all kicks off for these women. Like they have really cemented their footing in this franchise. They have really shown two episodes and they have shown that they belong here. And like I said, they've been filming for quite a while. They have. So it's funny seeing the ones dressed in designers that they have no clue what they're doing. Heather Meredith and Whitney are the professionals, okay? They snowboarded and skied their way down the mountain. And then Heather and Whitney tell Meredith about Lisa's behavior toward them. To which Meredith says that she knows Lisa for quite a while and Lisa only has good intentions. So she's almost sure that things are being misread. And Meredith, you mean well, but no they aren't. They aren't misreading anything. They are reading Lisa exactly right. We saw flashback to like four months ago to when there, when there was no snow. As I said, they've been filming for a while. And uh, Whitney basically said that every time she's around Lisa, she always feels judged. And we saw in the flashback where Lisa said that Whitney could use improvement on her style because she's very Utah. And I'm like, and I'm like, you live in Utah too, Lisa. So enough with the judgment. Like you've been doing this for quite a while. So no wonder these people have issues with you. No wonder. Because like, come on now. I'm even wondering if Heather was casted late. Like maybe Whitney was casted first. And then Heather was added on to the, to the cast. Because of the flashbacks that we were seeing. We saw flashbacks six months ago with Mary and Jen. And now we see a flashback with Whitney, Lisa, and Meredith, I think it was. So, I don't know. I need to see a flashback of Heather five months ago to, let, to decide if she was casted initially. Anyways, they do the dinner. You know the dinner that housewives always do. And Whitney shares that she'll be happy to see Mary at her church with her dad because she was excited for the invitation. She thanked Mary for inviting her. And... Lisa then comments that she loves being LDS and it because it made her life better and I'm like of course she would say that because she's profiting from the modernization of the Mormon church if that makes sense like it makes me question Lisa a little bit and like I said before I don't want to judge anyone based on their faith and what they believe in but this is being heavily featured on the show and I have to talk about it others probably won't say anything in this regard but i'm not scared i have no skin in the game <laughs> right like i just want to know i really want to know I'm not judging anyone but here it is so if according to heather being a good mormon woman means anti-lgbt anti-black anti-interracial couples etc what is there to love about being mormon i don't understand especially one Especially from someone like Lisa who chose to be a Mormon. So exact, exactly what are you choosing? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I want to know because, because of what Heather said. Heather is a Mormon through and through. Like all her family. So I just want to know Lisa. Because if Heather can say this and it's still prevalent now. Because even on Watch What Happens Live she tried to clarify what she meant when she said the whole thing about... um. 
the, the church not accepting black people. She tried to clarify it, but it still didn't come across well because she still couldn't necessarily clear up the whole thing about uh, interracial couples. She couldn't because to this day, it's really frowned upon. So I want to know what exactly in the Mormon church drew you to it, Lisa? That's all. That is all. Whitney then asks why they judge each other so harshly because she feels judged a lot of time, a lot of times. And of course, it goes directly to Lisa. And Mary agrees and Mary says that there's unresolved issues and they just need to address it right here and then. And Lisa says that she doesn't care enough to judge Whitney. And I'm like, whoa, that was harsh. <laughs> it, it may be the truth, but that was that was harsh, Lisa. And she acts like she doesn't even know why Whitney was mad or what Whitney was talking about. And then Whitney says that if she feels, then she said that if Whitney feels threatened, it's because she feels threatened and not because she was actually threatened by her that is lisa and the issue about the gifts of alcohol comes back around and lisa again says that whitney was being ungracious and oh my god my head's hurting because whitney never said anything about the alcohol you know like stop saying that lisa whitney says that that's not what she's talking about and she means the conversation after and lisa denies denies that too she really did it's my own bias at this point, but I'm going to be on Whitney's side. I'm going to believe her version for now because it seems like Whitney knows how this game is played, of this game of Housewives is played. And she's not going to be the one to bring up the actual swinger word in the group because then that would be the conversation as she said. And that is smart. You do not want to give people ammo. You never want to give them the, the match to light the fire under your own ass, right? You don't want that to happen. So she says she's not going to bring up that word because she knows the conversation will be about whether she is a swinger or not. And I'm like, that is smart because it's sort of like what Monique did on Potomac. She didn't bring up the rumors herself around the group because she knows that it'll be about her and the rumors and she'll give life to it. And she didn't want that. And, and a lot of people didn't think that makes sense. But why would you bring something on camera that will damage you? And even if you did bring it on camera, why would you bring it around the other women for them to use that to target you? Nope. That is smart. So Lisa said that's what she heard. So basically Whitney's shooting the messenger and it's like, Lisa, if that is what you heard, then you should have said that is what you heard. I don't think Whitney is lying about what you said to her. You said you probably would tell people about Whitney being a swinger. And that is just not right. Heather sitting there realizing everything that's happening said that it's hard for Lisa to it's hard for her to sit there and think Lisa is coming from a place of love and kindness because that's not what Lisa has shown her and I'm already loving the cousins as a duo having each other's backs but not really because their issues are different though similar with Lisa but regardless they are really coming for her because Lisa's like okay who's next keep coming keep coming and it just reminds me of daniel season two reunion when she's like round him up who's next right <laughs> but yes um heather is like lisa you are not kind and you are judgmental and i said that in season in episode one i said that and i guess i was right lisa then says that she can't help how they perceive her and she's fine with however they want to be however they want to perceive her and i kind of get that at the same time does she really want people to think she's snobbish, rude, and judgmental? I mean, you aren't really responsible for how people think you are or how they perceive you. 
but you really don't want to give off a bad impression on people you really don't because then people will really be walking around thinking that is who you are and then how are you going to defend your character if that's all people are seeing you know heather then brings up what lisa told jen about her being a good time girl and just calls lisa out on her bullshit and lisa then does a thumbs up she does a thumbs up and tells heather to to basically fuck off <laughs> she says fuck you to heather that's what she says she says thumbs up thumbs up and fuck you so wow i <laughs> and this is basically where thumbs up gate begins take a listen to this guys you cannot sit there and say you come out with love and kindness. I have never done anything mean to you. And until you figure out what it is that I trigger in you, we can't have a good solid conversation and move forward. Thumbs up. There we go. Thumbs up. You. Everything you do is out of love and kindness. Thumbs up. That's what it meant. You sent me a thumbs up and you and I go, Heather, you know that's a you. Right before Meredith's birthday party, I get a text from Lisa. It's just kind of a check-in, cover her ass text. I'm not even sure why she's sending it. She doesn't even know who I am. Why is she texting me to see if I'm going to be there? She probably won't even recognize me when I show up. Two thumbs up is the FU. And that's a universal text code. I didn't know that. Guys, when I tell you I died laughing in this moment because it was so funny. And Lisa was very serious about the fact that she felt like Heather told her to fuck off or basically fuck you with the thumbs up and this might sound crazy and even though I have been going in on Lisa throughout this episode recap I am kind of with her here in terms of how the, the emoji <laughs> was interpreted because I have already been in an argument with one of my friends about using a particular emoji and I miss I guess I misread it or I felt like I know my friend, so I know what the emoji meant. <laughs> and we had a similar like argument with that Heather and Lisa are having. And I, I, I found it so funny because I'm like, this was literally me. I was Lisa in that regard. And I was telling my friend, like, that's what I know what you meant with that emoji. And I'm not stupid because I've been friends with you for a long time. I know how you operate. And that emoji meant something bad. <laughs> so I understand Lisa feeling slighted or feeling like she was being disrespected by Heather and then Heather said that that's, that wasn't true but listen to this she knows what it meant and she meant what she sent say what the thumbs up text was that's what that's the problem it was a, you it's, know what sis it, it was, was a thumbs up text it's an emoji when you sent the text with the thumbs up emoji yeah was that you absolutely so after Heather liter literally tells Lisa that she didn't mean what Lisa thought the text meant, she said in her confessionals that that's exactly how she meant <laughs> And I know it was a lie, okay? I know it was a little white lie, but listen, it was funny and I probably would have done the same thing if I was Heather in that situation. But I was Lisa. In my situation, I was Lisa and I felt slighted. So Lisa, I'm with you in this very moment with a thumbs up text. I still love Heather <laughs> and Lisa maybe isn't my favorite so far, but I'm with Lisa here. See, I can be unbiased. <laughs> so that ends the recap for the episode. It was hilarious, especially towards the end. It was so funny and I appreciate the laughter at the very end because it looks ridiculous <laughs> and I'm wondering if that's how I looked when I was arguing with my friend about the emoji that was sent to me so 
Lisa, I'm with you here. The next week, the next episode is going to be amazing. We get to see more of Mary, and I can't wait to talk about it with you.